Welcome to Roadmap to the Executive Suite podcast, a place where we talk about accelerating your careers, all tailored to the ambitious woman. We're here to have fun, feel empowered, and get actionable steps to get you closer to your dream job and salary, no matter where you are in your career. I'm your host, Claudia Miller, Latina career coach and corporate trainer who helps ambitious women get the jobs they want, all while getting them up to $100,000 in salary increases. I've been featured in Forbes, MSNBC, and Business Insider put me in their top global list of top innovative career coaches. I'm the creator of 90 Day Job Offer Program, where I teach career-driven women like you my proprietary strategy on how to land a job you love in less than 90 days, all while getting $30,000 to $100,000 in salary increases, no matter if you're just starting in your career or you're ready to pivot into the executive suite. My clients have been able to move to the next step in their careers, successfully pivot into new industries without having to take a pay cut and have broken into management without any prior experience. I'm coming to you with a new episode every week on Thursdays with mindset, job search, interview skills, and sound negotiation advice with actionable strategies you can implement today to help you get ahead in your career. Now let's get started with this week's episode. All right. So I'm excited for today's topic, and this is something I usually get a question about sound negotiation. So today we're going to talk about how to negotiate your salary after receiving a job offer in 2022. So this is a question I get asked all the time. It's You may be gone through the interview process, you've been job searching, and now you want to know a little bit more on how do you negotiate? You've made it to this final step. What's next? So today I'm going to talk about three critical steps you need to take when negotiating your salary, when it comes towards the end, when is that job offer? I'm not going to cover right now any negotiation that comes beforehand or when they ask you during the interview process. This is assuming that you've already received a job offer and you're trying to wonder like, hey, how can I negotiate the salary? Maybe you haven't responded to them or said yes or no. I'm also going to share with you a quick negotiation script you can use to help you negotiate with confidence and ease. So that way you can listen to this episode or write it down and you can replay it back and write it down in your notebook and try to make it into your own words. But you'll know the exact word for word sound negotiation script. And I'm going to have a few other scripts available to you if you're interested. So if you don't know who I am, my name is Claudia Miller and I'm a career coach for women in tech. And I help women land fulfilling jobs in less than 90 days while getting paid what they deserve. And on average, my clients get a 56% in salary increases, and that equates to anywhere between 30 and even up to $120,000 in salary increases. So that's an additional earned income. And this episode and all the video series that I create, it's all about helping you land the job you want while getting you that proper salary that you're looking for. So as I mentioned, there are three steps you need to take when negotiating your salary. Now, if you're in a position right now where you're still wondering, should I negotiate my salary? The answer is always yes. I don't care what it is. If they're offering you a really great job offer where you're like, this is perfect, this is way more than I wanted, the answer is still yes. There are other things we can negotiate. There's benefits, perks, titles. I mean, I have a list of 36 other things you can negotiate besides salary. So always have a plan in mind, and I'll go into a little bit more in a few. So this episode is more on like how to negotiate. So if you're still wondering, 
hey, I don't know if I should negotiate. What if they pull back the offer? Like, I'm scared. Then you need to listen to the episode I actually did a few days ago. And it's called, Can You Lose a Job Offer by Negotiating Your Salary? And I recommend you go watch it. Like I said, I'm not really going to touch on that topic today. It's its own episode on its own. So what I'm going to assume, like I mentioned, is you've gone through the interview process. And at this point, you're just waiting for that job offer, or perhaps you've already received the job offer. And you're kind of in that transition phase where you're waiting to either sign the document or you're reading through the job offer before accepting the role itself. Now, here are the three steps you need to take when negotiating your salary when it comes towards the job offer. So first is you want to have an idea already what the range of the role is. And I know it sounds super easy, but it's harder to do in practice. And I have here three strategies on how you can figure out the salary. So at this point, you can still ask for the recruiter, maybe you're still in early phases, but you can always ask, you know, can you tell me a little bit more about what is the budget for this role? Now, again, you maybe already have the job offer in your hands, so it might be a little bit too late. Another thing you can do, which is step two, is go on LinkedIn and look at job postings. And I think you could even use other job sites like Indeed or Ladder, but For me, it's just easier to use LinkedIn. Just look up for the job title you're already getting that job offer for. And primarily in an industry similar to what what they're offering or the company that's offering you the role. So if you're applying for an e-commerce tech company, well, then you want to look for another e-commerce tech companies for that specific role. And then look for Colorado. So the state of Colorado um, actually has a law that says that they have to share their salary ranges with you with the job posting. So when if in doubt, if you're like, I don't have time, I can't ask the recruiter anymore, it's already too late in the process. You know, I don't have anything else. I kind of need something really quick. Just do that quick search for Colorado jobs, same job title you're getting that job or or you're interviewing for, and then look for a similar industry or type of company. So that way you can get, you're comparing apples to apples as opposed to apples to oranges. And that can be a really quick way to decipher that. You can also network with three other people who used to be in that role to give you a better overview of the range. But again, I'm assuming that you're probably at this point don't have time to connect. It can take you about a week or so to connect with someone, network, have a conversation and finding time in both of your schedules to connect. But if you're still kind of in the early phases or they gave you up to two to three weeks to respond, it's usually unlikely, but it's possible then I would recommend that that's probably the best way to get a true salary range. It's a lot closer and then they might be able to let you know other benefits on top and what's customary for the industry or for the role itself. They might say something like, oh, here's the salary range that we typically offer for this role and it comes already with a 20% bonus based on performance. And if they were relocating, we offer a dollars $40,000 relocation fee. Plus we offer sign-on bonuses and we actually started giving away retention bonuses for people that stay here for more than 12 months. So now you have a long list of things that you can start asking for when negotiating your salary. But again, this you will need at least a week and I would say even a week and a half or two in order to do this. So if you're kind of a tight timeline, just go the simple route and just look up for those jobs in Colorado to get your true salary rate. And I would even just Depending on where your location is, Colorado does tend to have a very standard cost of living than other states. 
So I would just kind of take that into account where if you're like in a state like Arkansas, you might want to discount that a little bit by like 10, 15% based on location, but at least you have a better range than an 80, 100K discrepancy. So like I said, first, you want to have an idea of what the range for the role is. So now that you've identified the range for the role, it's creating a plan A, B, and C. We want to ensure success and we want to plan for the best and for the worst. So for this is you want to look up companies or the company-specific employee benefits. And this is quick. If it's a really big company, you can just Google Acme Employee Benefits or the name of the company, Employee Benefits. And you might be directed immediately to their, what kind of insurance they have. Do they have dental? Do they cover your MBA? Do they have professional stipends? Do you have access to LinkedIn Learning? And so on and so forth. Or like even stipends for like health and gym wellness or daycare or parking. All that information would be in the employee handbook. Now, if you don't have it or the company isn't big enough or it's not public, then feel free to reach out back to their curator and ask, oh, by the way, would you mind sending over the employee handbook with list of benefits? I want to make sure I thoroughly review all the employee benefits when reviewing this job offer. So that way, the reason is important for you to do this is because you don't want to ask for something that they're already given to all the other employees. Let's just say that you start asking for them to pay for your MBA and that's already standard at the company. Why are you going to ask for them to negotiate it when it's already been provided? I'd rather you spend on something time like additional benefits that you can negotiate, like that retention bonus, because we already know they're going to pay for your MBA. So you want to be very strategic and intentional when it comes to creating plan A, B, and C. And the best way to do this is to already have a list of already benefits that's been provided and then identifying, okay, what's missing that you can add to that? So perhaps, you know, they pay for the MBA, but you're looking to get the specific certification that is $10,000. I think Black Belt Lean Six Sigma for some institutions can be around $10,000. Technically, that's not an MBA and it wouldn't be covered under that specific benefit. So instead, you can still ask for, hey, I would like to get a professional stipend of 10000 I really want to get my Black Belt Lean Six Sigma and along with that, other certifications in order for me to stay up to date and be able to always sharpen my skill and be able to stay on trends with the different programming languages. If you're in tech, things happen so fast that now you're already asking for that because you know they're not offering it. And you don't want to ask for something, like I said, that they're already offering. So you want to be very intentional. The other thing is, so now that you have the employee handbook, let's just assume, you want to make a list of all the things in order from what's important to you and least important. So if you have kids, maybe a daycare stipend would be very useful. Or maybe parking. Sometimes they pay for miles, even like traveling, or they'll give you discounts or parking vouchers or transportation vouchers if you're in a big city, then you can start making a list of things. Well, daycare is really important. I have kids or I don't have kids, but I commute a lot and I spend a lot, you know, usually around 80 to $100 on public transportation a week. So maybe I want to increase or ask for that stipend. Maybe you've already been working and at your current company you get four weeks vacation. This company only offers 15 days. Well, then that's very important on your list. Maybe you can negotiate that as well because that's at the top. So again, you want to make a list of what's already been provided, 
then what would you want on top of that? And then ranking in order of what's most important to you. And this is going to be important for you, again, to create that plan A, B, and C, because we sometimes don't always know. And honestly, we don't know exactly what they're going to offer. So we always need to prepare. Like I said, I want to make sure we ensure success. So we're going to prepare for the expected and the unexpected. And once you make a list of all the things based on priority, that's when you start creating your plan A, B, and C. So one of the things that I like to do is, okay, plan A is they give you the top salary. You are excited. You're like, oh my God, this is the top of the range already. I love it. And okay, if that's the case, what else are you going to negotiate? What else are we going to ask for? And sometimes it might be, they might give you a 24-hour, I hope not, but sometimes they could be like, hey, we need to respond to the next 24 hours. You don't want to have time to do this. Instead, you already want to come in prepared. And what if you have three offers coming in all at once? You want to make sure you're easily able to prepare and say, hey, great. Based off of this, thank you so much for the salary. I'm wondering, we can discuss seeing compensation benefits. I have a list or I'd be more than happy to share with you some of the things that I have in mind. And then you can start that conversation and negotiation. And then you can have that list right in front of you because you know that's exactly what you want and based on hierarchy or what's most important to you. Now, plan B is, well, they're well, maybe $10,000, five to $10,000 off from what you were looking for, but we can still close that gap. So let's just say there's a $10,000 gap. Well, then, you know, what's most important to you, you can say, well, how about we get a $5,000 sign-on bonus and we increase your bonus compensation to instead of 10% to 15%. That can get us to that number. Or it could be a $5,000 sign-on bonus and a $5,000 retention bonus if you stay in the company for 12 months. You see how we're now we're getting closer to that number. I still want you to get to that number that you want that's at the top range of the salary. And it just might look different. We're going to slice and dice it in different ways. But that's why we or I want you to make a list of all the benefits to get us to that number. Sometimes we're going to have to bundle five, six things to get us to that number. Or we might just ask for one thing to get us to that. So that's what it looks like. Now, plan C is, well, we're about $15,000, $20,000 off. How can we get to that number? Well, then it could be, you know, maybe the $10,000 stipend, professional development stipend every year, plus a $5,000 sign-on bonus, plus an additional two weeks of paid vacation. And that'll get you to that number. And again, it has to be something that you are happy with. Don't ask for something where even at the end of the day, if they still offer it to you, you're like, I don't think I want that. That's still not enough. Then that means you need to ask for more. Just say, hey, like, if there's a $40,000 salary discrepancy, then and in a little bit, I'll share the script with you. Then we can say like, how much closer can they get us to that? And then we negotiate that difference. But as you can see, this is very important. It does take some time. It's not something you can just wing it and think about it. You need to have that list of employee benefits. You need to make a list of what's most important to you and then even ask for it. Whether you ask between five vacation days, an extra 10 vacation days or an extra 15 vacation days, because again, we don't know what they're offering. And what if they have a limited vacation? And that was top of your list. Well, then you can immediately go to your second and third tier because it's already been prepared. So this is what you want to do when it comes to preparing for that salary negotiation. 
You want to make sure you're prepared. You want to make sure you're aligned with what you want and what's most important to you. And like I said, always negotiate your salary. Even if it's a really good job offer, I had a client where at the time she was making $90,000 and she was applying for a job and we did our research and we knew at the top of the range would be around 140. So we created a plan A, B, and C. And guess what? She got a job offer for 150, $10,000 more than what they said the top range was and what we did our research on. So of course, I'm like, this is a really great deal. You're going from 90 to making 150. We see the market cap was 140, but they loved you so much. They want to bring you in-house. So they offer generously the 150. Now we feel like we can't really push more on the salary. Let's start negotiating benefits. And she already had a list. Thankfully, the company already made public their employee benefits. And instead, she asked for that $10,000 annual stipend. And they said, yes, that was going to be perfect for her industry, for her role. It helped her stay competitive. And even her manager was impressed that she's always having that growth mindset and that she was prepared to ask for that because that is showed how much important that is to her. And again, she was already put in, she caught up with me afterwards, said like, because of that too, and she was able to get that certification, she was promoted a lot faster than her peers who didn't have that specific certification. Again, we planned it out. It was a really great offer. It was more than what we were anticipating. And she still negotiated and she got it. And because of it, it helped her stand out from her peers and accelerated her promotion. So this is a prime example of what it looks like when you're coming prepared and how it can best serve you. And you want to make sure that if you feel comfortable with this. So kind of to recap so far is you want to make sure you have an idea of what the true range of the role is. Two, you want to make sure you create a plan A, B, and C and make a list of what's most important to you in that rank. And then afterwards, you want to make sure you practice. Negotiation or sound negotiation overall can be uncomfortable for a lot of people. So it's not like we negotiate every day or every week or every month or every year. And I've even had clients that never even negotiated in their whole entire lives. I work with executives of like VP of sales who have 20 plus years of experience tell me, Claudia, I'm embarrassed to say, but I've never negotiated my salary. And that's okay. So we know that this is very uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. It's not a skill set we do every single day. So let's practice. Let's ensure success. So I want you to practice whether it's in front of a mirror, in front of your pets, or in front of your loved ones or a friend, whoever that is, and start practicing the sour negotiation. So here's the quick script I promised. And this is something that you can say. And these scripts I'll be sharing with you later in the link. It gives you even additional different scenarios. If they tell you, well, we don't have the budget or... Currently, that's more than what a lot of their peers are making. We can't pay you more than everyone else. All these situations I have you covered. Like I said, I'll share the link in a little bit. But what you want to do if you get that job offer extended, you want to first, you know, show your enthusiasm. Thank you so much, you know, Katarina, for this job offer. I'm so excited to be working as the new director of software engineering and really getting started in some of these top initiatives that we discussed during the interview. Now. As far as a response, when is the latest you need a response by for this job offer? And then they'll give you the date. And if you don't have the employee benefits, you can say, would you mind also sending me the job offer letter along with the employee benefit? I want to make sure that I thoroughly review it. 
and I'm able to see, you know, what are the benefits provided from the company? And if they were to say, sure, but, you know, from what you heard, what are your thoughts or, you know, what are you looking for? If you're already prepared, then when it comes to this conversation, then you can say, you know, again, thank you for the offer. Thanks for sending out that. As far as salary, I'm actually looking for salary closer to $150,000. How can we close that gap? And stay quiet. That's it. How can we close that gap? You're not asking them like, it becomes more of like collaborative. I've used it personally when I used to negotiate my salary. My clients have used it as well. And it's not combative. It's like, no, I demand more. It's like, hey, I'm actually looking for a salary closer to this amount. You know, how can we close that gap? And it's not the question of, can we close that gap? Because can we? It could be yes or no. How can we close that gap? Now it opens up to options and possibilities. Now, some companies tend to have preferences on additional benefits they can give you. They might say, like, we don't do sign-on bonuses at this company, but they might be more open to pay for your MBA, even though it might be cheaper for them to give you a sign-on bonus than an MBA. But some companies just have like that culture or some of them are, you know, very well known for giving sign-on bonuses and retention bonuses and all these other things. So every company kind of has that personality and style. So how can we close that gap? Gives them the ability to help you close that gap however they most feel most comfortable. Now, if they're like, well, do you have something in mind? Then you need to be ready. That's when you pull up that list. Oh, you know, here are my thoughts that can get us closer to that number. And then it becomes a conversation and you are prepared if they need it. And if not, they can say, you know what? Let me get back to you and see what we can do. And then in my belief is, hey, if you want to pay me in pennies and with that $10,000 discrepancy, I don't care. I'm going to deposit in a bank and it's still $10,000 at the end of the day. So like I said, whether it's them paying for your MBA, that's going to save you, I don't know, $100,000 out of pocket. Great. If it's going to be that $10,000 professional stipend every year, great, because that would have been coming out of your pocket and now it's not anymore. So give them the liberty to figure out how they can close and get closer to that number. And if they don't have an idea or they're very open, then you have a list already of how to get closer to that number. And like I mentioned in the link here, I'm going to share the scripts that you can use for salary negotiation. But like I said, there's many different ways you can do this. And the reason why this works is because you've done your research. It's no longer a guessing game. You're not saying, well, uh, I think I want this. It's, hey, I'm looking for a salary closer to this number. And then if they say, well, that's not what we pay here for those types of jobs. That's when you bring back some of those interview conversations that you've had, what you've discussed, why you know they want you, your credentials, everything in between. And then you've already are prepared and you've already created different scenarios of you know what you want, how can we get closer to that number, and is exactly aligned with what's most important to you. And you know that if they offer you this salary, you'd be more than happy with it. And you know it's exactly what the market is paying. And like I said, every company has a preference. Sometimes they feel more comfortable giving you this specific benefit as opposed to others. That's really based on different companies and organizations. So you want to be flexible. So if they don't have it, then you know they're not comfortable, then you have plan B and C that can get you to that number. 
So if you're wondering, how can I do this? Like, Claudia, this sounds great, but I don't know how to do this on my own. I need a little bit more help. That's exactly why I created my proprietary program called 90 Day Job Offer, where I walk you through every step of the process from when it comes to job searching, finding the right company, how to interview so well to become the sought after candidate, and how to negotiate your salary that you no longer will feel or leave money on the table. And it's with confidence and ease. I've had clients go from making 90000 to 150 to now 200000 I had a client that was making 180000 and just jumped making straight 300000 And now she's interviewing for a head of DEI director role, which now can pay around 400 to 450 So these are proven strategies that I've done and worked with my clients across various different industries and roles. And it's been successful every single time. And like I said, on average, my clients get 56% in salary increases. And that equates to anywhere between 30 and even up to $120,000 in additional earned income. So if you want to learn more, I'll have the link. So that way you can schedule a complimentary career strategy call. But let me know what other questions you have. And of course, if you use the strategies today, let me know if it was successful. I want to hear more. All right. Thanks. Take care. Did you know I have started a 100% free Facebook group dedicated to making job searching easy for career-driven women and help them master their interviewing, networking, and salary negotiation skills? And we're doing free weekly trainings covering everything from how to sell yourself to increasing your salary by 30% minimum. Plus, you'll be in there with a network of other ambitious women. So make sure to join us by texting us the word JOIN to 844-995-1523, and we'll see you there.